0: Love Talk Radio.
1: And they shield you with their wings and keep you close to the Lord. Don't pay heed to temptation, for his hands are so cold. You gotta help me keep the devil way down. Yeah, boom. cleanse their lives in sacred honor, was smiled upon by God and freed from chains and iron collar, he is held aloft on unity and by history revered, for preserving peace to strength his wings now reach across two hundred years, but for each of those in one year more, God has smiled upon the core, from the Barbary coast to the eastern sand, by sword, by gun, or by their hand shall you wade, though many are born, you are made, faithful always, they shall remain, dogs to loose when, when war is raged.
2: United States Marine Corps, finest fighting force the world has ever known, and I number myself as one, yeah, the greatest fighting force the world has ever known, bar none, United States Marine Corps, I salute you. And good night, Chesty Puller, wherever you are. Just a few short days away, folks. Just a few short days away. And quite frankly, it's looking pretty goddamn good. That's right. Today's date, October ninth, 2012, Old Town Alexandria, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. And I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones, United States Naval Academy in Annapolis, Georgetown University, and of course, Thomas Jefferson's alma mater, William and Mary. And I'm coming to you with good news. I bring you great tidings of joy even before Christmas. Because quite frankly, Christmas is going to come twice this year. On November 6th, unless something unforeseen happens, we'll be saying goodbye to Barack Hussein Obama. It's starting to look a lot like Christmas. But, do I speak too soon? Am I counting my chickens before they hatch? I don't know. I don't know. It's... you know, I've got I got a lot of polling data in front of me. Election projection, Romney 52, Obama 47. Gallup has Romney ahead, 51 to 46. Ohio, 50 to 48. So far, early voting already in, which is slated to favor Obama in Ohio. And I'm told that when the weather gets bad, Democrats don't leave the House to go vote. And they're not all that enthusiastic right now to begin with. Who do you think is more likely to go out and vote in bad weather for their candidate? Democrats? Or Republicans at this stage, I, I submit that most Republicans will brave the harshest weather—hurricanes, typhoons, tsunamis. If there's a poll polling place open somewhere, we'll get there. I have—I have been told, I've been informed today, when I went into my polling place in Virginia. To early vote that I can't vote in Virginia. That and I said, well, well, why? What's up? What's going on? Well, you it it appeared after some after much research was conducted. I have a, I have uh, switched my driver's license from Virginia to Florida to save uh, on uh, a little bit of money when I bought a new car out there. So I have a Florida address as well in a beautiful town called Pembroke Pines. I was automatically registered in beautiful Pembroke Pines, Florida. I didn't know that for the last three years. I've been voting in in the last, last six years. I've been voting in Virginia. So guess what? Yeah, road trip. Road trip coming up in just a few days. In my brand new, brand spanking new, Mercedes-Benz 450 4MATIC SUV, gas guzzling to the max, 13 miles to the gallon in the city, and 18 on the highway, road trip. I drove that baby today to go to the polling place, and I could swear to God that I actually saw the needle moving. As I was driving. Yeah. But a road trip is in order. Because I will be voting. In this election. And in just a couple of days. I'm going to pack up the roll, the ride. I'm going to get in it. And I'm going to drive all the way to beautiful Pembroke Pines, Florida. To the polling place. At the field house. Right next to the community college. Broward Community College. In Pembroke Pines. And I'm going to vote. That's right. And if I can get in my car, my gas guzzling supermobile, which I also call the Beast, and roll out for a near 24 hour ride, just a vote, then you can too. You can too. Listen. How many of you actually listen to other radio stations and watch other news other than Fox News? At this time of year, especially, I like to tune in to every once in a while for brief periods of time to CNN, MSNBC, you know, just to get an idea of what they're talking about over there, especially after debates. And during this election season. So while I was driving, I tuned into a couple of AM, liberal AM radio stations, just to get a feel for what's going on. You know, what they're thinking right now, what the spin is. So now the latest polls have Romney ahead slightly in Ohio. But the liberal talk radio stations have Obama ahead in Ohio. Now, Republicans have Mitt Romney ahead. Most major news outlets have Romney ahead by a point, but liberals have him ahead, have, have Obama ahead. I think it's amazing. Try to listen every once in a while. And Obama has stated recently that blacks And Hispanic kids are our future workforce. So I guess you white people are, you know, you're in trouble. Also, it's been stated that Obama, if he wins a second term, wants to create a cabinet post entitled the Secretary of Business. The Secretary of Business. President Obama says he'd like to establish a Secretary of Business. If he wins a second term in an interview with MSNBC, the president said he wants to consolidate a number of business and trade related agencies, creating a one stop shop for oversight. (sighs) How this guy gets away with just saying this crazy stuff. Is amazing to me. It is amazing to me how he even gets away with saying this kind of crap. And I quote: "I've said that I want to cons- I quote: I said that I want to consolidate a whole bunch of government agencies. He wants to consolidate a whole bunch of government agencies. A whole bunch. He's, those were his exact words: a whole bunch." of government agencies. We should have one Secretary of Business instead of nine different departments that are dealing with things, like giving loans to SBA, the Small Business Administration, or helping companies with exports. He said in an interview with MSNBC's uh, Micah Brzezinski and Joe Scarborough, Obama's statement amounts to a late campaign effort to uh, burnish his business credentials against Republican Mitt Romney, who has highlighted his success as a private equity executive throughout the presidential race. Romney responded, we don't need a secretary of business. We need a new president who actually understands businesses and won't punish it. With the job-killing regulations that have kept that have been imposing upon who've been imposed upon us by the Obama administration. All right, Uh, we are back. I'm sorry about that, folks. We had the uh, the power went out here and uh in the neighborhood and uh just uh just came back on so uh wow <laughs> it,
1: <laughs>
2: everything just went dark all of a sudden it just uh yeah yeah um as you may already know and i'm sure you do we've got some pretty bad weather pretty pretty bad storm headed this way uh, already already in the area so it's playing uh it's playing a little rough here. I'm not even sure if the power um is on in the rest of the neighborhood. I really can't tell from where I'm sitting, but uh my uh, generator kicked in and so now I'm good. Uh but uh yeah, yeah, we've got some pretty bad we've got some pretty bad weather here in the neighborhood. So oh, 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 oh. so here's what we're going to do uh We're going to take a short break, and then we'll come right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert
3: Jones. Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Green, and this is your members-only trifecta. It's our little way of saying thanks for subscribing and management's way of getting an extra segment out of us for no extra pay. It's win-win, lose. All right. Election Day is less than two weeks away, and this thing is going to hinge on turnout, especially in swing states like Colorado, where I live, and maybe even Pennsylvania, where Scott lives. Scott, are you personally going to do anything to help turn out the vote a week from Tuesday?
4: Well, actually, we've already several people in my family have already done some stuff, but not enough. Um, We've done some door to door work going through neighborhoods in Allentown, knocking on doors and identifying voters who are most likely to vote for Mitt Romney and Tom Smith, our Senate candidate, and Charlie Dent, our congressional candidate here. And then we'll by identifying those in the RNC database that we'll be able to make sure that they get the phone calls on Election Day that get them out to vote. And those phone calls will come numerous times um we still need to do some more door-to-door work there's a very active phone call center here tonight my wife has recruited a couple of friends and they're going over to another friend's house to fill out postcards which they're writing to neighbors encouraging them to vote for mitt romney and to get out to vote in general personal touch nice how about you bill i know (laughs) i know california
3: isn't exactly at play but but surely you'd at least like to reduce the margin of victory for these bozos
0: oh it's in play um You know, many of you know I got a brand new Camaro just a couple months ago, and that car is pretty quick. So my goal in the first half of the day on Election Day is to find four or five million Republicans who wouldn't have voted otherwise, haul them down to the the polls fairly quickly, I might add, because I can only take one person at a time. I think if we get four or five million Republicans to the polls, that'll get us pretty close. So what I'm going to do with the rest of the day in the evening is go to Democratic districts and cut in front of people, just cut in front of them at the last second as they're heading to the polls, see if I can force them off the road, suppress the Democratic vote a little bit, and I think I can flip this state pretty much single-handedly. Now, barring that, I might actually make a video or two between now and then explaining why uh, sitting this one out is not the time to do that, and I might also do something to clarify the fact that every time you hear President Obama saying the word, the, the, the suffix, er, we need to do better in education. We need to do, our, our economy needs to grow. Anything that's more of an incremental improvement, I'd just like to remind people that we need to improve our education system relative to Barack Obama. We need to make our security system better relative to Barack right. Obama. We need to become more economic growth than Barack Obama, because running as a challenger and not the incumbent. Something I'd like to point out to people.
3: Yeah, where have we been the last four years? All right, folks, well, how- here's what I'm going to do. Uh, my wife, <laughs> my wife has a station wagon. It seats six. I finally had to ditch my beloved Wrangler and trade it in for a full-size truck, so I can seat five now. And we are driving separately to our polling place, and we're going to try and make sure we don't have a single empty seat between our two vehicles. That's nine extra voters, if I'm doing my math right. So here's the trifecta dare. What are you going to do on Election Day to increase voter turnout? Let us know in the comments. And then, you know what? Get it done. Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. I'm Steve Green.
0: Before you go, you you just have to add one thing. If you're going to take that truck and get people to the poll, you absolutely have to go get a copy of Foggy Mountain Breakdown. And you have to run that banjo music real loud like you're running from the revenuers. I'm telling you, man, if you're going to get that's how I would do it.
3: And then, and then I'm going to bring everybody back to my house for a viewing of Smokey and the Bandit, the most American movie ever made. All right, everybody. Thanks for October 29th,
4: 2012, and this is news. As the massive storm, dubbed Hurricane Sandy, moved toward the eastern seaboard, the White House said the federal government is working closely with governors of states in the storm track to deliver emergency services. Meanwhile, President Obama was holed up at a five-star resort this morning, working with coaches to prepare for his upcoming public statements about the hurricane. Sources say he might be a bit rusty, since the last time he had to look empathetic and presidential was October 2008. The president canceled campaign appearances today and tomorrow in Orlando, Florida, and Green Bay, Wisconsin, to get safely back to Washington, D.C., before the hurricane hit. The White House said the president's travel schedule might be further limited during the next week, since power outages could make it difficult to recharge the battery on Air Force One. Despite the looming hurricane disaster, Obama said there is a bright side. The storm picks up moisture from the Atlantic Ocean, which has far too much, and redistributes it over several eastern states that have less than their fair share. Meanwhile, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie told coastal residents of towns slated for evacuation, quote, don't be stupid, get out. However, an overnight survey of New Jersey residents shows 78% are looking forward to the newest reality show originating from the Garden State, and 83% prefer Sandy to Snooki. The Giants swept Detroit in four games to win the World Series of Baseball last night. The streets of San Francisco erupted in jubilation followed by violence as rioters set fire to a city bus, threw bottles, broke windows, and injured several people. A White House spokesman blamed video of the game for inflaming passions, and sheriff's deputies have already taken several cameramen into custody for questioning. And finally today, a spokesman for the Tigers said his team is devastated at the humiliating loss and shocked that President Obama would stand by and allow Detroit to fail. With PJ Newsbreak, I'm Scott Ott. Visit pjtv.com three times today for your antidote to the obsolete media.
2: All right. Oh, boy. If you don't get uh, – we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. If you don't, if you don't listen to uh, – or, or rather watch or tune in to PJ TV, PJ Media, you really are missing something special. It is a great website and I am proud to be affiliated with uh with such a, a, a great uh, very informative and humorous uh humorous endeavor. Now, just to let you know, uh me uh my uh, me uh, my me along with uh, several other uh conservative blog talk hosts are will be hosting an all day all night all night uh, uh election coverage Extravaganza along the lines of the 9/11 special that we did uh, a couple of months ago. So if you, I mean, we'll be putting out promos and 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 more information uh, within the next couple of days. But Southern Sense will be involved. G Ski Rocks of 2020 Radio, GGT 183 of Conservative Primetime, and a whole host of others will be doing. we'll, we'll, We'll go from from start to finish, from morning until midnight and beyond. Uh, with a great uh, lineup of Blog Talk hosts, and uh, we'll be talking politics, and we'll be talking, you know, as the, as the numbers come in, as the polls come in, as things develop, we'll be there. We hope that you'll join us uh, for a little bit, you know, as much as you can. I know it's going to be an exciting and stressful time for a lot of us because there's so much riding on on um, on this election, and uh, you know, just to I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a stressful day for us all, and uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get through it together. Together, um, what is going on in the chat room? I have missed I have missed an awful lot in the chat room today. Um, yeah, yeah, not sure what's going on with that sound. Hmm. All right, well, wow, cool, Mike, cool, Mike is in the is in the house. Thank goodness for that, because uh, we, we were having some difficulties um, with the uh, with with the uh, wow, even that uh, stupid Cascade commercial. We were having a little bit of trouble here with the um, with the. Um, the power going out. So hopefully if uh, if it happens again, I've got Cool Mike in here uh, with me, and that is always a cool thing to have. Cool Mike is in the house. You know what? Thank you, Mike. You're the man. But what is going on in the chat room? What's happening? I wish I knew how to get Cool Mike actually on the air with me, but I haven't quite mastered the art of the co-host thing. So I'm going to have to work on that. The, i you're mean, not Oh, you're there?
5: Yeah. So I, I got a soundboard for you. I you got to do that. You got one angry Jew. You got Jermaine. You got Steven in your chat room. That's like having the blood, the Crips,
2: and who knows who else in that, uh, the chat the, room. The black gangster disciples from uh, the <laughs> south side of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a – I mean, it, there's a free-for-all happening in the chat room. Uh I'm not sure how we're going to get uh, – I'm not sure if we should bring one angry Jew on. I mean, he uh, he tends to filibuster a little bit.
5: Oh Well, you can handle it. You a Marine.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, what, what do you got – what do you and uh, Andy have coming up soon? Uh, um, Friday, tomorrow, right? Um,
1: yeah,
5: tomorrow at 2. Um, I forgot what we have tomorrow. Friday at 2, we have Dale Peterson. Dale Peterson is from Alabama. He is going to challenge – was the equivalent of the Maxine Waters in the state of Alabama,
1: mm-hmm. this Lady
5: uh, Shella. I can't think of her name, but she's been there like forever, longer than any of us. She was like there when Lincoln was uh, was our president. But uh, <laughs>
2: oh, wow. Dale
5: Peterson has a commercial where he's walking around with his shotgun. He's, uh, oh like, yes,
2: uh, I heard about him.
5: Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's he's a, he's a really good, true conservative, a very good American. Um, He's very big into, as far as our Constitution, and not tampering with it whatsoever. Um, He's also smart, as far as he's got a big picture of what what he thinks is going on um, within the the borders uh, from a conservative standpoint.
1: And Election
5: Day, that's going to be great, Doc. We're going to have up-to-date what is going on, what is not going on. Um, That's just going to be a fun, fun time. You know, if you really, really think about it, even for blog talk radio for our shows, it could be do or die depending on what happens election night.
2: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. but uh, we'll, you know, we'll we'll have we'll have a lot of uh, fodder, uh, you know, uh, for if, if Obama wins, and we'll have a lot of uh, jubilation if uh, if uh, Romney wins. But you know, the trend the trend is toward Romney right now, so I'm optimistic. You know, Sarge pretty much guaranteed a victory, if you recall.
5: Well, you know, uh, even in, at this point, um, hang on, I have these facts, and it was it was October 18th, John McCain had pulled out of Michigan, and shortly after that, the 23rd, he pulled out of Ohio, mm-hmm. basically conceding that. Now it was on the 22nd of, no, it was on the 26th, on the Hannity's America, where Karl Rove basically went over the electoral college, and he basically said, at this point, the election is done. Mm -hmm. uh, that it was now it's it's obviously uh momentum is moving towards romney and you know i think that has to be i think the momentum started after that first debate yeah i don't think you can deny that i mean he got the momentum rolling and he didn't really blow anything in the next two debates so his car is going a little bit faster than Obama's.
2: yeah yeah and and it's my understanding that he's that that He's pretty much got uh, Florida wrapped up. But this storm, this storm could upset the whole apple cart for either candidate. And I think, uh, you know, I, so some folks are saying that the storm uh, is a blessing for Romney, and some are saying, you know, it's a blessing for Obama. But I tend to think that, uh, you know, it's more, it, it favors uh, it favors Romney a little bit more. Uh, what do you think?
5: Uh, not if the country's in a state of emergency, which is declared by... Uh, yes, president. I mean, it, it, it's it's it, it's our greatest fears. Call it conspiracy. Call it whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know I mean, it is. It, 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 this is an opening for uh, whatever whatever it is we don't need. I mean, we have the, obviously Romney has the momentum. Yeah. And like it or not, like it, you know, I'm not crazy about Romney. I don't think any of us here are. But no. obviously, uh, of the two, he's he's our the better candidate. And the bottom line is that. Putting more power, Doc, in the hands of the president really makes me nervous. It does. He he can basically, if he senses, what, what happens, Doc, in three days? In three days, if he senses his campaign is imploding.
2: And you know, we've talked about this, you know, over the course of the last year and a half. All of us have. All, all of the conservative hosts have, have touched on it in one point or another. Will Obama at some point declare martial law? Will he uh, – su- does he have the power to suspend the elections? You know, I'm sure there will be some talk about this in the next if, – if
4: there isn't already,
2: you know.
5: Oh, it just makes me nervous. I, it, I Unless the storm lingers – I mean, I know it will do damage, but unless it just lingers above – Where it's at for for a week, I mean, we are at Monday. Yeah. I mean, even in most, most cases, even with Katrina, I mean, it was four days. Things were up and running, at least starting. I mean, this is...
2: It's not gonna be a situation where the elections will be suspended, I think, because this, we're talking about the the, the the eastern seaboard being hit. I'm headed out for a road trip, uh as I indicated earlier in the show, uh to, to drive from Virginia to South Florida so that I can cast my vote in beautiful Pembroke Pines. Uh and uh you know, I'm I'm optimistic that uh, you know, the storm isn't gonna hold up the show. You know I hope we're not, not we're not talking about a you know, a countrywide uh you know, an issue and, uh, you know, and, and, and I don't, you know, the storm is already, you know, it's, it's already, it's already coming through. So I suspect that things will be up and running. Uh, and there are contingency plans, uh, set in place, which do not include suspending elections. It would be the first time that's happened in what ever.
5: Well, we just can't have it happen. And th- no. this is, uh, this is another concern. I mean, uh, Let's okay. I'm going into the conspiracy thing. Let's go back to 2000. What happens on the seventh or eighth of November? If all of a sudden you have all these Democrats claiming, guess what? These people couldn't get the vote. Uh, you know, their basements were flooded, or or whatever the excuse may be.
2: Oh, you know there'll this, be a bunch of them.
5: This, this again opens the floodgates for just more and more fighting in courts. And as we obviously know, if it goes to the Supreme Court, we clearly know. Obama now has a five-four
2: lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean,
5: call it whatever you want, but uh, <laughs> the old saying, Doc: uh, those who uh, some about history, it's destined to re- those who forget history are destined to repeat
2: it. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Hence, uh, the the title of the show, you know, tonight: uh, Will Obama? Would an Obama? Would, would Obama incite civil unrest? In order to win, and it's and and, and the title of this uh, this topic was taken from an article by Darren Joshua, J O N E S C U Johnson, in the American Thinker, titled "Would Obama Incite Civil Unrest to Win?" And the article goes on to read: If President Obama is President Obama willing to incite civil unrest to win re-election? It goes on to read, as we have all been encouraged to wear our dog whistle decoders these days, one can hardly be blamed for wondering, worse yet, we know the answer. Is he already doing it? He goes on to Right, uh, please bear with me, as this topic requires considerable delicacy. According to a Rolling, Rolling Stone, Barack Obama has now called Mitt Romney a bullshitter on the record. His anger at the challenger is palpable. This is carefully staged. During each of the last two presidential debates, he has made a central theme of his campaign of uh, warning that a Romney president would erase all of the equality victories of the 1960s and 70s. Will he cite civil unrest? I don't know. I mean, I think the Obama administration has – no, I know that the Obama administration has pitted white against black, rich against poor. It's all about us versus them, uh, the haves versus the have-nots. Why not cite civil unrest? Why not incite civil unrest? I, I don't
5: well, think it's, – it's, It may be to his advantage to do that too, Doc. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. anarchy as we know – so much goes on in the chaos, and you know he's very good at also making it look like somehow the Romney group started this. Yeah, um, uh, that's a good point. I mean, I go—I don't go by parties. I don't go by what people say. I go by their voting record. Yeah, and I think clearly there's an individual who feels that the declaration and the constitution are irrelevant. Um, birds of a feather flock together. You got him hanging out with the wrong groups. On and on and on. Therefore, you're your question. I, myself, I don't, I think this is planned out. If this happens, this is what we do. If this happens, this is what we do. He's already uh, executive ordered the legislation to do almost whatever he wants.
2: Yeah, yeah, he has. Most of us
5: don't know it because they don't follow. Um, Not to mention, uh, last month, the Social Security Department uh, ordered like millions of dollars in hollow point bullets. So what they yeah. need those for, I don't know, but everything in the, is in place in case we do, in case he does uh, create rioting, or and with those riots or with that unrest, the votes here haven't been counted, the votes there haven't been counted. If you have 100 places where the votes haven't been counted, you don't have an election winner yet.
2: Well, you know what I read. I I was reading uh, on on a show uh, that I did uh, last week. I think it was uh, Wednesday. Uh, The Twitter buzz is alive with folks who are saying that they are going to riot if if Obama doesn't win. That they're going to go, you know, just. You know, and white folks and beating white folks up. If if, uh, if Obama doesn't uh, get reelected, uh, we're gonna riot. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Mostly black folks, I suppose. Um, you know, talking about what they're going to do if Obama doesn't win. And these are actual Twitter accounts from real people. They've been researched uh, over time. They're not uh, you know new accounts created by bots or whatever. Uh, it's been proven that the accounts are real by real people who are who are stating outright that if Obama doesn't get in, they're going to riot, they're going to uh, go around beating up white folks, and you know this kind of talk is crazy. And Obama's not putting any of this to bed because he recently said, "You can choose to turn the clock back." And I quote, "Wait a minute, I quote, you can choose to turn the clock back 50 years for women and immigrants and gays, or." In this election, you can stand up for the principle that America includes everybody. We're all created equal, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, gay, straight, able, disabled. No matter who you are, no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from or who you love in America, you can make it if you try. And I agree with that. I agree with all of it. But why, why now? This was an October uh, 25th rally in Las Vegas. What is he trying to say? Is he saying well, that if
1: nobody...
2: – we're saying, yeah, he's saying that if Romney's re- elected president and he doesn't – and Obama doesn't stay president for another four years, whoever the Republican is, especially Romney, is going to turn the clock back and put us all back in chains. He's going to put you all back in chains. We're all going back to slavery times. We're all going back to the 60s. And always, never mind it.
5: Uh, I was yeah. just going to say that's always the cause, you know, or yeah. throwing Graham on the street. And I, I, I think this is amazing. You would think President Obama would have people like yourself, as many other successful black people, to say, look, you can make it. Look, look. I, I mean, instead, it, instead, he is almost being a, at his rallies uh, among the uh, black people, he's almost being more of a poverty pimp. And, casting yeah. blame
2: yeah exactly never mind that uh that uh the in the in the african-american community the, or well, i don't i don't really like to use that term i just threw it out there out of habit but in the black community uh the uh unemployment rate is uh just above 13 percent and it's at 50 percent for young black adults nothing's changed the poverty level hasn't gone down in the last 4 years the unemployment rate has was down considerably under a white old dude named George Bush it was down much lower than than it has been now it is it was down considerably under uh under, under Clinton down even even less even even more under Reagan uh, and and where was it the highest under Democrat presidents, under Democrat presidents like uh, Jimmy Carter and a black president, Barack Hussein Obama, unemployment rates skyrocketed. So, I mean, what, what, I, I this whole thing about the us versus them is as old and as tired as, as 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 can be. And how anybody can fall for it, I'll never. I, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine at this late stage of the game. Us versus them, you know, it, it's just so unbecoming that a president would stoop that low. And it just suggests to me that the guy's desperate.
5: Well, he is. I mean, he is. when you have to run against your own record, let's face it, in a lot of ways, John McCain ran against the failures of George Bush. And, mm-hmm. and the bottom line is that George Herbert Walker Bush ran on the successes of Ronald Reagan. The uh, bottom line is... It appears Obama is in trouble. Now, whether it's manufactured or not, uh, a wounded animal is dangerous, Doc.
2: Let's yeah, no doubt.
5: The powers of the presidency.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Well, with that, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report.
1: understands that jobs must come from growth in a vibrant and vital system of free
5: enterprise.
1: I'm so proud of our system of government, of our free enterprise, where our incentive system and our men who head our big industries are willing to get up at daylight and work till midnight to offer employment and create new jobs for people. I have faith in America. Through our system of democracy and free enterprise, the United States has achieved remarkable, unbelievable progress.
0: Small business is the gateway to opportunity for those who want a piece of the American dream. But wouldn't it be nice to hear a little more about the forgotten heroes of America, those who create most of our new jobs, like the owners of stores down the street, the faithfuls who support our churches, synagogues, schools, and communities, the brave men and women everywhere who produce our goods, feed a hungry world, and keep our families warm while they invest in the future to build a better America. That's where miracles are made, not in Washington, D.C.
1: If you've been successful, you, don't, you didn't get there on your own. You, you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think, well, it must be because I was just so smart because if you've got a business that you didn't build that somebody else
3: made that happen there is nobody in this country who got
0: rich on his own nobody you built a factory out there good for you but i want to be clear you moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for
1: when you do well everyone else says well and i promise you this i will never Demonize you as business leaders and business owners for the work you do or the opportunities that you create, because I think we should not be blaming you. We should be thanking you. Four, three, two, oh one. hit
5: it? What's crack a in my peoples? What's crack a in my peeps? Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another edition of You Guessed It, You Got It. And that's how we do it, live and
2: direct with G Ski Rocks and the captain. What's crack a What's crack a lackin'? I'll tell you what's crack a
1: G Ski. What's the crack a baby? What's crackin'? Well, it's crackin', man, as everybody else, but everybody seems to love your style, brother. What's crackin'? G Ski, you
2: are the man. You are the man, dude. I tell you what, I love this topic. I love it. I wish I'd thought of it myself. I'm jealous. I got envy. I got envy right now. What's crack a lacking, Dana? My brother from another mother. How are we, sir?
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's cracking, sister?
2: What's crack a lacking? What's what do you got to say,
1: ma'am? I just got to say, awesome show. Just totally awesome. That's right, folks. We keep it crack a lacking, and we do it for love of country. So make sure that you listen to live and direct with Disky Rocks and the Captain every Monday and Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays
5: at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. www.20-20radio.com Always crack a lacking, and it's always served with bacon and gravy, baby. Bacon and gravy.
2: All right, welcome back folks to the C Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host Dr. C Robert Jones and covering my back just in case the power goes out again is my good friend and uh and uh a great blog talk host. Wow, cool Mike. Who whoever show he appears on, you know, the ratings uh just go through the roof. Can't I can't explain why that happens, but it, and maybe it's just his his charisma. I don't I don't know. But hey, let me let me share a str- <laughs> Earlier today, I went out to vote i think i I mentioned that earlier during the course of the show. I went out to vote and I was told that i that I couldn't vote uh in the, here in the great state of Virginia because i had switched over my license from Virginia to Florida in order to get uh you know some good uh some good deals over in Florida. One of them was when I you know purchased my uh, my latest vehicle uh you know there's a, there's no state tax in in Florida and um uh, you know, the uh, the tags and all that are a lot less expensive, and I don't, I'm not required to, you know, get new stickers and stuff for the windshield every year and all that. So I switched my license over to the residence in, 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 in Pembroke Pines. So now I got to go and vote in Pembroke Pines. But today, I rolled out of the house with no – I usually carry my license and at least – you know uh the american express card and the debit card from my credit union naval federal credit union today i rolled out without with with only my license no 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 credit or debit card i noticed that on this new vehicle that i bought that i had uh i was running on reserve fuel now since the vehicle is new i have no idea you know how what that means you know, I figured you know I got a little bit, you know, a little bit of time. But as I'm riding down the road, headed toward the polling place, um, I'm I'm watching. I I saw the needle like moving, moving, uh, you know, toward closer toward you know past the E, and I'm thinking, nah, I got, I I got a reserve, I got I got a reserve, I'm I'm good, but uh, after after a while. I I could actually see the needle moving, you know, in the, in the wrong direction. And certainly it was flat out on And I'm wondering, you know, what am I going to do? I, I didn't bring any money. So I decided I was just going to have to try to get some gas, you know, just in case. Because it's cold outside and it's rainy and it's wet. And I don't want to have to walk. You know, and, and you know, I got all that triple A stuff where you can call and get somebody to bring you out, you know, a couple of gallons of gas and all that, but I don't I don't know how to get in touch with those people. I've never had to use that stuff. So I went to the I went to the change the little change cup inside the car. I managed to come up with four dollars in coins, pennies, dimes, nickels, and a couple of quarters. I pull up into the into the, uh, the the BP gas station, and I've got $4 in coins in my hand. And I walk up to the lady, I said, can I have $4, please? <laughs> can I? And I dump all this change, some of it's very sticky, into the little cup. She doesn't bat an eye. She t- She says, okay, great. So she takes the $4. I wind up with $4 worth of gas, which is less than a gallon and a half, and I roll out. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm good now for at least a half mile, but nevertheless, I managed to make it make it back home uh, with, uh, with with very little fuel in the tank. And here we are. Well, elections day election day is just around the corner. We've got seven minutes left. Think about this, folks. If Romney wins, and you're not an able-bodied white man. According to Obama, America will no longer include you. In less than a week, you're going to be reduced to a second-class citizen. Your fortunes cast back to the bad old days of 1962, before radical feminism, the nation of Islam, gay, gay rights, the Black Panthers, free love, flag burning, and drug culture. And of course, before the days of America's first gay Black, America-hating, drug-damaged, contraceptive-dispensing, progressive feminist, Islamic Christian president, Barack Hussein Obama. And now, after scowling at him through two debates, after his vice president spent 90 minutes calling Paul Ryan a liar, and in the context of all this fear-mongering about the threat of a return to white male America... Obama has branded his opponent a bullshitter. Obama's presidency has sunk to the depths of just inconsequential stupidity. He spends his time hanging out with those sows at The View, the pimp with the limp in Miami, radio DJ, a damn dude dressed as a pirate in the White House, He's on every talk show, every late night show he can get his hands on. He's even hanging out in Vegas. But he's not spending much time governing or in the White House. Why would you want to reelect this man? Quite frankly, it amazes me why Barack Hussein Obama is 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 still holding his own in the polls. How could this be, folks? How could this be? And where the hell did one angry Jew go?
5: You probably chased him off. (laughs) You know, Josh, just a quick comment. Um, Sure. You know, it's absolutely insulting when a president who supposedly taught constitutional school or whatever, it was General Eisenhower, long before he was president, uh, promoting black people in the service. And just all the, I mean, it just goes to show you, like, this guy is clueless. He knows nothing about history, and he knows nothing about previous presidents other than Bill Clinton. Who? <laughs> I don't know if I was running for president. I don't know if I'd want Bill Clinton as my poster child.
0: Oh uh, no doubt, Doc.
5: Yeah. Um, it's a pleasure to join you. Thank you for having me today.
2: Hey, thank you, guy. I do appreciate it. You got my back. I so I so do appreciate that. I didn't know what I was going to do if the uh, if the power didn't come back on. Hey, that's my good friend Cool Mike. Cool Mike has a show on Blog Talk Radio along with Annie the Radio Chick coming up. Tomorrow and then – is it tomorrow or Wednesday, Mike? No, tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Tuesday, tomorrow Friday at 2 p.m. 2, Eastern. There Saturday. we go. There we go. Uh, be there or be square. I'll be there. I can't wait. It's going to be a great show. Um, and, oh, and don't forget, folks, we have got an election day and night extravaganza and early morning because ggt one eighty three show runs into early morning – and he's he's going to bring it home for us. I'm actually jealous. I'm actually quite jealous that GGT183 is going to bring it home. He's anchoring this whole deal. By the time his show is over, we'll pretty much know who the next president is going to be. And he'll be the one announcing it. How the hell does that happen? Well, tune in. Tune in to GGT183 because he's going to bring it home for us. We're going to be out throughout the day. He's got all the juicy stuff happening on his show. He's got all the callers. He's got everybody in his show. He's got Cool Mike is probably going to be there. Sarge is probably going to be there. He's going to have the who's who of blog talk radio and maybe folks even outside of that sphere on his show bringing it home and probably even announcing the winner. No wonder his show is so hot. No wonder he's on page one and two. No, no, never on page two. On page one consistently. He brings it home for us all. It's a great show. It's going to be a great day on Election Day. GDT183 is going to bring it home. Conservative uh, prime time. Annie the Radio chick's going to be there. Ski, me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. It's going to be great. I'm not sure the uh, One Angry Jew's going to be there. But... <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I want to say thank you so much for listening tonight, guys. You've been great. And thank you for putting up with the fact that my power went out. And thank Cool Mike for stepping in when I was really in trouble. Thank you guys so much. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. We're out of here. Good night, folks.